Featuring Jeff Goldblum, featuring me, Mr. Tyler Armstrong. And featuring me, Mr. Austin Armstrong. You got your name right today. I did. And featuring me, Janine Armstrong. All the Armstrongs are here, everybody. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Janine Armstrong. There you go. Mr. Yeah. Janine Armstrong. Get those pronouns right. Yeah. That, 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 title. That, yeah, title. Whatever. Different. Oh, yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay, fine. Uncle Janine Armstrong. That's even better. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> so which which one are you related to? Duke or Brenda? <laughs> the Armstrongs. Uh, original Armstrong, so Duke. That'd Duke. be Duke, okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. It'd have to be. Well, uh, so I had a weird little experience. Uh, right after I saw drove by Austin, I, I took a little break from work and went up to the house to pick up some packages. And on my way back down, I'm driving past Austin, I wave, drive and get into uh, Felton, hit Graham Hill Road. And as I'm going down Graham Hill, the car in front of me just like slams their brakes super freaking fast out of nowhere. So I slam my brakes and I'm about to be pissed like, what the fuck are you doing? And then three horses, no humans around, just three loose horses just come barreling down Graham Hill and then turn and like take off like towards Wild Roots and then like down Highway 9. And I'm like what the hell is going on? And then sheriff cars were chasing after him. It was a whole thing. So I'm like, oh, hopefully they that catch up today? to him. Yeah, it was like an hour ago. So I'm then, sure sirens blazing really helped them slow down. Yeah, totally. Oh, Just, <laughs> I'm worried about the horses. So anyway, I get back to work, right? And uh, and police cars roll up like down the tracks and like line up at my work and come like banging on our door. So I open the door and I'm like, hey, how can we help you? And they're like, uh, there's some horses loose. We got two out of the three of them. I'm like, okay, how can we help? He's like, well, the third one's somewhere on your tracks. And we're like, what? He's like, yeah, I went down Highway 9, and we were in the cars behind it trying to, like, you know, figure out how to catch it, and it took off up your track line, and we don't know where it is. So then they sent speeder cars out looking for it and everything else, and... uh this is it gets a little rough guys so prepare yourselves but uh they found it it was running at such a high speed over uh what we call the half bridge which is like a bridge uh in between this little zone just just beyond rincon just on the way towards santa cruz and it got stuck in the bridge oh in between the ties yeah in between Ooh. the ties and the bridge and it's too heavy to get out so they were basically coming up with a plan so as we've left it uh last news they were trying to figure out the condition of the horse they got a vet in there they have tractors and a crane coming out on our train cars that they're loading to pull down to try and lift it you're gonna hoist it out with a tractor out yeah they wanted to like chainsaw the ties we're like not only that would that not help but that would destroy the bridge (laughs) And the horse in one fell swoop, which is not a good move. Yeah. Uh, anyway, embrace yourself. The news I got like minutes before you arrived is that they had to put the horse down because its legs were broken. Oh, oh poor horse. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're hoisting it with a crane out of the tracks. This is after we had our trestle break the day before and all the weddings got shifted because they're all supposed to be train it's weddings. and cry. <laughs> Do they? Nobody knows where the horses came from, though. Uh, they came from East Zianti Ranch. Okay. Those horses went on a run, man. Yeah. They went from up a ways up Zianti, down into Felton, through Felton, on the Highway 9, and all the way to Santa Cruz. Holy and then two of them there managed to wrangle, I guess, with like 
horse people that knew what they were doing who like got ropes around him and were able to like calm him down and get on him and ride they, them like, back. Lassoed them? Yeah, like straight up cowboys. Wow. Well, I'm glad at least two of them made it. Two out of three. That's, two out of three. That's crazy. Yeah. That was uh that was the end of my work day. We were just calling every every different place and I'm talking to the cops. Because we were talking to the cops, too, because the night before, they obliterated our crossing on Highway yeah, 9. I got stuck with that. a drunk driver that uh, oh my spun out, went through our little crossing arm, through the box that, like, houses all the equipment of the crossing arm, totals the car, and then took off running in the dark. So we got a call at, like, midnight being like, hey, uh, you guys work for the railroad, right? Your crossing arm and everything else is, like, completely destroyed. And oh my uh, gosh. and the person's claiming their car was stolen, <laughs> so you guys might have to pay for all of it. And I'm like, oh, I boy. mean, if they don't catch the guy, there's no way well, of proving well, it. Well, the the uh, highway patrolman was nice enough to let me know the inside scoop, which is that the car is super super new, and they think the person that's driving it, at least the one they got a hold of, is a super young kid. You know, he's like 17 mm-hmm. or 18, and who's claiming like i don't know who did it my car must have been stolen and he's like okay well there's dash cams on all those new cars so we'll have a video shortly you know uh, from the dealership that'll let us know who was driving so just letting you know we can put it down a stolen right now but if it ends up being you and the car driving then uh that's a major felony charge and since you're just now of age that would you know land you in prison like immediately they have dash cams that look at the person they don't but the kid oh. believes that they do, oh so they gosh. think that they're getting... Uh, Technically, they, aren't they not allowed to do that, though? I don't like, know, and I just said it on a podcast, so there yeah. you go. Smart, show I mean, enforcement smart move by the cop. The kid yeah. probably was like, oh, never mind, I did it. Dude, I would probably fall for that so easily. I'm so gullible. You can tell me anything. Because I've, I've had, like, in the past, I had a friend. Uh, they said they weren't drinking and driving. They had drank, but they weren't drunk, you know, and driving, and they, like, definitely hit some cars. And then left the scene, ran away, said the car got stolen, and they got away with it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wait, they weren't drunk, but they hit some cars? Yeah, so they were messing with their radio. And then oh, just, bullshit. like, sideswiped two drunk. cars. They were drunk. Or, never mind, I, I won't say any names, but there's some drivers bad enough that they just sideswiped cars yeah. being totally yeah. dead sober. Yeah, it's true. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you had some animal news too, right? Yeah, animal news. Oh my <laughs> I have a little bit of animal news too, actually. I'm so sad about bit. that. Let's horse. let's bring it up. This this new animal news is okay, a little so bit. Okay, so this is weird, funny animal news. That's better. Yeah. Okay. Mine's kind of sad too. This man wore giant penguin. Talking about penguins again. This man wore giant penguin shoes and stomped around beaches in Florida <laughs> at night for ten years to leave <laughs> giant footprints there. It's so good for yeah. stuff. Where do you buy giant? Pink he made them, oh, good man. Yeah, Amazon has everything. Oh, but my it just God. Left giant penguins. Oh, so people, they're big, oh, too. They're so yeah. rad. Like it looks like a dinosaur like feet almost. Ten times the size so it would have been, it would have, it, foot, the footprints led people and scientists to believe that yes. a 15 foot tall penguin was roaming their land. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he kept the prank, he kept up the prank for 10 years, visiting various beaches around Florida, but the hoax wasn't revealed until 40 years later. Wow. Wait, so yeah. he did it for 10 years and then just bailed on the scene. Yeah. And then let people know, like when they're cleaning out his attic as an old man, he's like, "Oh yeah, those those are my penguin feet. Yeah, yeah I used to do this funny thing." 
He, pr- he, he probably bought them because it was easier to walk on the sand, all that surface area. <laughs> oh my god! Exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, I was just too tired walking all the way down to the beach I every mean, day, so I just put on these big old flippers. I don't, I don't think like the beach cams because I know they have them on the East Coast too. I, they probably don't do night vision. I would guess. I don't know why they'd have to. I mean, people doing illegal stuff. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, like, but isn't that what beaches like are for? To be a thing. Yeah, kind of. Like sometimes. to safely do illegal stuff without other people yeah. around, except without for, burning. Except anything. for Fourth of July, that's the only time they crack down. Yeah, that's true. Well, at least here. Well, yeah, because we got trees. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, not on the, houses. Yeah, houses more so than trees on the beach. See, that was delightful. That was a nice change of pace yeah. from from you know. I know. I've got a I've got, I've got wild and free. To, to, I got something to bring it back down. Okay, yeah, let's roller coaster ride. Uh, there's then, there's a bunch of studies right now showing that wildlife are being affected from people publicly urinating oh, outside at festivals. Oh, I have that article. Yeah. Whoa. Wait, it's at- um, rare eel- eels could be harmed by drug traces from people's wee at Glastonbury Festival because there's so much Molly and Coke in the pee. They're not using the restrooms; they're just peeing out in yeah. nature. It's getting in the streams and affecting the rare eels. See, just just like those those salmon that were addicted to methamphetamine. Yeah. Now we have. Now yeah. we have eels that are addicted to Molly and Coke. Yeah. They're yeah. party eels. Mm-hmm. They're, <laughs> yeah. give, they're electric feel eels like, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They start calling them candy eels. Give me some of that electric feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the electric feel eel. Yeah. It, it affected the population there. And the cocaine concentration was 40 times higher downstream. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where is this? Where is it located? Glastonbury. It's, it's London, right? Or it's, England, uh, it's England. 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 <laughs> I just call everything in everything's, England London. Everything's yeah. London. London adjacent. Where is it? Belgium? Yeah, London. London adjacent. <laughs> it's East, a huge East festival, London. You know? On a farmland. So. Yeah, okay. Like outside. So it, there's a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Well, there's clearly a, yeah. a river with eels in it, huh? Okay, well, I have something happier. Or a creek going to a river, something like that, yeah. Yeah. You have some happy news? Happier animal news. Okay. We went down and then up and then yeah, down and we're going back again. up again. Yeah. It's like a spin class right now. Yeah. <laughs> um they the the president, South Korea's president, is suggesting a ban on eating dog meat. But so, that would be good. That's probably good. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean unless they're not like farming dogs out there, right? I mean I bet you they are, definitely, because it's a food source, but but it doesn't have to be a food source is the thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're they saying that one options. million dogs are eaten annually. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's not a big, that's a lower number than I would have expected. Yeah, though. But it's not a big, South Korea is not a big place. And so po- I don't know what the population he's considering density is. This because he like loves his pet dogs. And so considering, yeah, he's keyword cons- considering, considering this. It's a good thing. He's like, dog is pretty tasty, but mm-hmm. I'll think about it. Well, I mean, yeah, they're probably. Doing what kind it. of dog does he have? Does it say? So Small, he's saying little dogs. Yeah, it's got to be. I'm, I'm imagining a little like <laughs> multi poo or something. No, it's big white dogs. Oh, oh big white wow. dogs, yeah. like Pyrenees or something. I don't know. Um, so yeah, it says South Korea's animal protection law is intended mainly to prevent this cruel slaughter of dogs and cats, but does not ban consumption itself. So it's like. Humanely kill the dogs. Humanely kill the dogs. Well, like we humanely kill pigs and and cows. We don't do it humanely for the most part. We don't do it at all. It's really, really. Well, it's all about speed, not really humane. It's about how fast they die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
It's like, oh, we can shock them and they feel nothing. They die immediately. Yeah. Factory farming. Oh, my God. So that didn't go up. That just went back down again. Really depressing. We're just getting down and down and down. (laughs) Yeah. Well, with all this down news, why don't we just go straight into some kinder news, huh? Sounds good. We have some kinder news. One of our friends is engaged. Is that kinder news? Is that yeah. ki- that's kinder news? The kids are getting married. <laughs> the kids are that's getting cute. married. All right, you know the drill, everybody. Congratulations, you two special people. This is like my favorite song out of all the songs we do. <laughs> yeah, the drop is so good. What a, What about the other song, Twitter Fingers? Oh, that's, that's on a different podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... I know, I think last time in Kinder News, we talked a little bit, uh, well, well, we didn't talk so much, is uh, Steve from Blue's Clues talked to us, gave us a little uh, rundown of where he's at and how he remembered us and thanked us. Well, they're just kind of like going off the rails now. With so Steve. this 25-year anniversary just keeps going, and uh, I'm going to show you the latest thing, or rather you listeners are going to hear the latest thing that Blue's Clues put out. So... Uh, brace yourselves, everybody. Here is all three of the supposed brothers <laughs> from different yeah. eras of Blue's Clues. I only, I only knew about Joe, the other brother. Uh, now there's... No, remember the troll told us about the nice Filipino man who's taken over for Joe. Oh, and is a brother, like a legitimate brother? I believe he's also a brother of some kind or some hmm. sort of relative, maybe a cousin. Okay. Anyway, here's here's what they posted this week. It seems like a weekly thing now that the three of them are getting together to, to post some stuff. So. Yo, listen! Up. Here's a story about a little puppy that lives in a Oh my god, I saw this. And all day and all night she often likes to leave lots of clues all around, inside and outside. She's blue. Wait, blue is a girl? Yeah, she blue is, is a girl. Yeah, blue yeah. is a girl. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, the show's great because it, like, immediately made us, like, address some some gender normality yeah. things. Like, right yeah. away, it'd be like, I can name a dog blue because of the color. It has nothing to do, like, blue is a boy's color or a yeah. girl's color. It's like, blue is a color. Yeah. Girl was, dog can be blue. Was magenta a boy? I don't remember. I don't remember Hopefully. Either. Yeah. But that would be rad. Yeah, go Blue's Clues. It's super cute. catchy. Though. That's really cute. Well, it's that one song. Yeah, it's it's Blue Abba Dee Abba Dow yeah. by, uh, was it by Abba Dee Abba Dow? No, it's by... Uh, Eiffel 65. Oh, yeah. Is who it's by. It was on Now That's What I Call... Yeah, now that's you know. what I would have called music in, yeah. in, in 1996 saw, or something. I saw this on Instagram, and I was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, wow, actually pretty you well mean, done. When did you see it? Because Instagram was down for five and a half hours today. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, was last, so was last, Facebook, like, so was everything. Yeah, before. Facebook. Yeah. Did it ever come back Twitter, up? It was WhatsApp. Yeah, it came back up. Oh, which bummer. I didn't, I feel so, I felt so <laughs> like funny about it because usually I'm on Instagram a lot. And today I didn't even know Instagram was down. Ayla texted me that it was, and it was down for five and a half hours. I was like, wow, what have I been doing today? Yeah. I mean, everybody had a chance to, you know, like, just look around. Yeah. Check out out the world outside. Look out the window. Yeah, who knew? That kind of stuff. Well, I was doing stuff all day, but I didn't know that. There are some funny, funny memes about it, too, because yeah. people are just posting memes all day. There's just being like, yeah. Facebook sounds it. like that one in tier, and like a picture of like a toddler <laughs> huge eyes, like yeah. sipping on a sippy cup. Or one guy went on, uh, 
I, one guy went on Twitter and he's like, oh, finally, all you people are just stuck on the internet all day, just arguing with each other. Finally, have to take a deep breath and look around. Like, says Sam from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the internet's a funny place. Yeah, so I, yeah. Yeah. I saw a good one with Tyrone Biggums, Dave Chappelle's character from Chappelle's show, The Crackhead. Mm-hmm. And it shows mm-hmm. him like scratching. He's yeah. like, you got any Instagram? <laughs> you got any stories for me? <laughs> it's pretty good. So funny good. thing the Blues Clues guys though since they did that first video Steve's video mm-hmm. I'm seeing commercials oh now, they're blowing up like Blue Blues Clues toys all types of shit like, yeah. wow, all kinds of ads fat. Blues yeah. trending man 25 yeah. year anniversary that's so fast yeah like they, like the people watching the show kids well adults, this is maybe. the third time we've brought up Blues Clues on this podcast so yeah. there, there you go yeah it's, it's, it's in it's, it's part of the conversation yeah. now their mm-hmm. viewership has gone up 35% already boom Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Love it. Love so it. speaking of Kinder News, you ready for the next big thing? Mm-hmm. A group of engineering students from Purdue University report that its licking machine, modeled after a human tongue, can finally figure out the amount of licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Oh my wow, gosh, I really no thought that was way. going in a different direction. And I was yeah. like, Why this is, is this kinder, kinder news. news. Yeah, they might, they might go in a different yeah. so You remember the owl, yeah. the little boy with the owl who goes up? So says, how many licks was it? They said on average, because each time is slightly different. Oh, wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Let's guess. Do you want to guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think a guessing is Because I've, I've like read into this a little bit when I was in elementary school. And I have not. So. Um. I feel like we've tried when we were a child, um, too. What was it? It was like a lick a day for a year or something like that. Like so a lick a day. 365. Yeah. A lick a day. Yeah. Okay. It was but, what, like, studies, some studies we read about said. Okay. Or two licks a day, a lick a day, two licks a day, something like that. My, uh, okay. my memory's very I'm fuzzy. Guess 321. Okay. Aust was pretty dead on with 364, is yes. what they said. <sighs> 364 licks on average after this licking machine licked this thing. I mean, I guarantee somebody took this licking machine home. <laughs> There's yeah, no way that they're like, we're going to make this for the Tootsie Pop thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. no yeah. way in hell. Look, looking back at the study that I looked at about that is really gross. A lick a day for a year. Who keeps a Tootsie Pop out for a year? And well, it doesn't it have to be well, I think for a they're year. just saying that's the, the average. But, yeah. I mean, it depends Al, on the t- Owls, on, on the other hand, can do it in three. Yes. Yes, we learned that immediately. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've got more Kinder news. You want to keep it rolling? Yeah, keep yeah. going for now. So, do you guys remember um, the fancy lad for, of uh, berries and cream starbursts that came around in like the late, mid to late two Fan- thousand? Fancy lad. Fancy lad. Do you remember? Okay, back up even further. In 2007, I believe it was, they announced a new line of Starburst that was like a limited edition Starburst that was berries and cream flavored. I've never heard of that. I've never, I don't remember that. Okay, well, you would have been in high school. You and I were just starting college, and they released berries and cream Starburst. And it kind of like lived and died on its own, but they had some funny commercials. I have one lined up for you. Um, the first commercial Starvers ever put out was the fancy lad and he loves berries and cream and taught us the, li- Oh, the little lad, not the fancy lad. Mm-hmm. And he taught us the little lad dance. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to teach. I'm, very, I'm really curious if it's going to like trigger some memory in the back of my head. So I, it's come back. So this is interesting news. Cause so here's the original commercial from 2007, April 28th, 2007. All right, here we go. When I was a little lad, if I wanted berries and cream, mummy made me do the little lad dance. Now mummy's gone. But I still like to do the little lad dance, and you might too. You just run in place. 
nice form. Clap your hands. We. Is he supposed to look like the when blue When it boy? all goes together. Like the which one? The blue boy. A it looks painting. a little something like He looks like, like Lord this. Farquaad. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I look like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You look wonderful. This is a horrible commercial. Now, sing the berries and it cream the song. the worst. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Up the octave. Oh, Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. I feel like this dance is going to take peasy. off, Easy That's where we're headed next. Nice and easy. So the kids these days uh, got a hold of this, right? And it turns out one of the McElroy brothers actually uh, uploaded the, the music that he found the berries and cream, berries and cream thing to TikTok that could be downloaded and used. Mm -hmm. And the young tweens have gone ballistic over this. And now if you go on TikTok and look, there's like a million different people doing berries and cream TikTok oh dances. So, so are they going to bring it back? So I mean, Starburst, back, Starburst saw this explode and decided nearly 14 years later that with their sudden culture explosion they decided since halloween's coming up they would create the little lad costume for halloween tm by starburst to put out that includes the little lab bobbed wig oversized jacket collars cuff pantaloons socks to match i mean i have this it's outfit and yeah, haircut it's a lord farquaad outfit, pretty much yeah. but they're only making so many of them and they're requiring you to go on TikTok and do your best berries and cream performance tagging Starburst Little Lad, hashtag sweepstakes. How and can they require you? Wait, and well, are they going to give away these costumes? Yes. Oh. Whoever wins gets a Little Lad <laughs> costume. Nice <laughs> yeah. So they've decided that they're doing official limited release of Starburst Little Lad costumes to the best berries and cream dancers there, on TikTok. Do we know? Is there like a grand prize? For the best, uh, I don't. It does not say little lad. It's just that they're no. maybe Jemaine, maybe you get you to meet wanna, maybe you get to meet try? maybe you get to meet the little lad who I guess is an actual like famous musician and producer who really hated that commercial and didn't want to be known as the little lad guy and now this has come back and that's like all he ever hears again. Oh, no. It's like oh you're the little lad guy. I mean, but he's got it's what he's 14 years older than he is now. He's yeah. got to look different. Well, he was already a man when he did that. Oh. <laughs> he kept that haircut too yeah well he kept everything why wouldn't you <sighs> it looks janine like... i think you could win because you'd have the outfit yeah i have the outfit i have the haircut like, i think you should and people do would it. think that you cut your hair like that <laughs> for <laughs> sakes, they would definitely send you a costume then you have two but oh you could God. order a little one and then i could be the little lad and you could be the big lad I don't want that title, but <laughs> <laughs> the, the tall lad. Uh, sure, yeah, that's there we better. Go. Yeah, the lad. <laughs> I could be lad, and you could be little lad. There we go. That sounds better. Yeah, yeah. We have matching. That was I. I had one more just thought. It's not so much part of Kinder News as just a thought, which I think we've talked about before. But I want to bring into action before next week's podcast. So we heard about Bristol Elementary School sending letters to Jeff Goldblum and mm -hmm. him actually responding to them. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking our sister is the librarian for an elementary school mm -hmm. and has a bunch of classes, do little projects and things all the time. So I thought if the big brothers with their big 
famous podcast, send them little things where they can draw a picture of a dinosaur. And then it has like a pre-written little note that they write their name and sign and crayon at the bottom that says, my favorite librarian's brothers really want to talk to you. Would you please, please just go ahead and call them? And leave our info. They all have to write that verbatim? No, no. I have it written already with a picture where they can draw a dinosaur. Hi, and then a place to write Kyle. their name and sign. <laughs> so it's like those letters you send out like to Congress, men and women, you know, and yeah. you're like, you want some mm-hmm. change. But we just spam an entire school to create these adorable little hand-drawn things that we mail to Jeff Goldblum's people. And then we do the podcast in the library. At the school. Yeah. With the kids. <laughs> with the kids and Jeff Goldblum. With we Jeff. Have to whisper the whole time because we're in the library. And I'm going to need a lot of microphones for all those kids. We'll have them come up one at a time. Yeah. Oh my God. No. <laughs> they can just be in the background and yell all at once. Something. Yeah. You can just say, Hi, Jeff. Everybody say, Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. And now, like those kids, too, it's going to be like, This is, we're going to have to call him like Jurassic Park Jeff. Yeah. It was Ian yeah. Malcolm. They'll know. They're fifth the- graders, fourth graders. I, she's Jurassic World's out. All the kids at Roaring Camp right now, when they see our train, our, it's our, yellow and green. Are fourth and fifth graders still writing in crayon? <laughs> I, I hope so. I'm writing crayon. I, I hope so. I think they upgraded the Ticonderoga number yeah. two pencils. I mean, I think crayon is a lost art we should bring back. I mean, it's not lost. I think everything should be done in it's crayon. Not lost, it's just it's underrated. Just younger. It's yeah. more environmentally friendly to stick with crayon, too. It's wax. Is it? Yeah. More so than like a colored pencil? For sure. Well, I mean, trees, colored pencils. Yeah. Wax is better. What about graphite? Is that bad? Graphite's bad. Is it? Yeah. Worse than aluminum. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what, on an what about like a, uh, what about like paint program on the computer? Even worse, because <laughs> that's computer. microchips. Then we need China. <laughs> the computer. That's why it was know? such, the that's, computer. that's inflation that's all coming because of China. You don't, the computers okay, speaking aren't Speaking Jurassic Park, can I share some dinosaur news? Yeah, please. And then I we're going to take a short little break. You know what's yeah. funny is the only time I use a computer, I think, is to like print my resume. The computer. And work on it, the computer. Like I barely ever use a computer. Okay. You guys, this is exciting. Do, 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 do. Has Austin seen Jurassic Park? That's Zelda. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was Zelda. Yeah, but that's you know exciting treasure chest open. No, we're doing Jurassic Park because I'm talking about dinosaurs. Oh, it's supposed to go like, oh my god, a T Rex. Okay, okay. Two new species of dinosaur discovered from Isle of Isle of Wight fossils. Yeah. Yeah. Where is the Isle of Wight? I don't know. Somebody look it up. Okay. I'm looking It's up. the horned crocodile faced hell heron. Whoa. Is one of the two horned exciting new crocodile. species of dinosaurs. Horned crocodile faced hell heron? Off the coast heron? of England. It's off the coast okay, of England. Okay, off the coast of England. There you go. Yeah. Horned, horned crocodile faced hell heron. Fuck yeah. What a mm-hmm. name. And it's find on the found on the Isle of Wight. The 125 million year old predator, officially named Sarah Two Shops, Two Shops. Sarah Two Shops. It sounds Sarah like an two, Etsy store. Sarah Two <laughs> Su Shops in Fer- in Ferrodios. I had to read that with one. Nailed eye. it. <laughs> it looks like, a, a, it a, looks nine, like a small T Rex with a long snout. It had a nine meter long body. So that's pretty big. Nine, 36 feet. Yeah, nine meter long body, powerful claws, gigantic skull covered in horns and bumps, and a long crocodile like teeth. 
The fearsome creature lived on the fringes of ancient floodplains where it would have lain in, lain in wait for aquatic prey, research suge- suggests. Scientists say the discovery, along with the skeleton of a second species at the same site, offers unique insights into how the Spinosauridae family of dinosaurs made the transition from land-dwelling to semi-aquatic predators over a period of tens of millions of years. Oh, wow. Their like, depiction of it, that was the wrong thing I showed you, Ty. It's like that. Let me see. Whoa, it's a pretty crazy looking. It looks like what's it looks oh, like God. a bird of paradise as an and, animal. And a gecko had a baby. Yeah, with a heron's body. Yeah, that's giant. Wild looking. Okay, they had crocodile-like teeth, which are good for catching catching slippery fish. Means we suspect they were standing in the water or using their jaws to hunt. Another possibility is that the dinosaurs would have waited semi-submerged like a crocodile or use their large claws to hook fish out of the water like a bear. Wow. So it's just terrifying. A crocodile bear. So it's a flying crocodile bear? Yeah. Flying swimming crocodile bear. Dude. Wow. It's like if ducks got vicious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you said there's two. There's a second one? It doesn't talk about it in the article. The second one's just not as interesting. You're like, nah, we'll we'll leave you with that one. It's terrifying. Did you guys hear the news, too, that that it turns out, you know, you know our idea that, like, uh, Pangea, right? Mm-hmm. Where it was all connected. Most people lived in Africa around this time and then moved around to other places in the world. Well, our timeline was off by almost 37 million years. They oh, just really? found out. They found that people were in North America 37 million years before we thought. And they found the proof in, check this out, there's like up way up north, closer to, I don't even know where, some desert region up north in America. They found there's this uh, famous national park that has these. Uh, sands that move all the time and mm-hmm. underneath the sands they found prints like human prints from way back in the day and gigantic animal prints and Penguin they found prints? yeah it could yeah. be this dude yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. this there could have been some 37 million years ago like a troll dude a caveman dude you know he's just trolling people he's just like you know it'd be really funny <laughs> oh <laughs> walking around but anyway they found like actual i guess they like studied it and checked it out and found actual proof that Humans lived, and they found bones, and they found everything, and Whoa. and actually found out that there are tribes of human beings 37 million years earlier than we thought in North America. It changes the entire idea yeah. of the time frame of human life and how it moved around. So that puts yeah. humans with dinosaurs. Not quite. Not quite. How Dinosaurs no. are how long ago? 75 million years. Oh. Something like that. Okay. But closer. Closer. Because what was the thought before? The idea is that Disney gets crudes as close as possible to a true timeline, and then they'll do a Marvel movie about it. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah. Tyler's wish. Yeah. Be, well, because Disney owns the scientists now. Mm-hmm. That was just a recent buyout. Mm-hmm. They, they bought one <laughs> they scientist? Own, they own all No, the they scientists. bought them all. They bought science. Oh, they yeah. bought science. Yeah. <laughs> Disney just owns science now. Science plus TV. Yeah. And on yeah. that note, let's take a break. Yeah, let's take a break, guys. That was great. That's great. Well, it was lots of ups and downs, but well, yeah, yeah, I cried. Yeah, it wasn't I all, literally it wasn't cried, <laughs> but it was it was all great news. It was there was a lot of news. Yeah. yeah, we'll see you guys in a bit. Okay, we're back, and uh, I you know I have a, a a top story tonight that I wanted to talk about. Let me give you some top story music. One second here. Ooh. Tonight, top story for featuring Jeff Goldblum. I was a. Uh, I was just like absentmindedly going through 
Facebook as you do, you know, just scrolling through random people you sort of know or know well or whatever and just see what they're saying. And, and, uh, one dude, uh, one of my friends on Facebook who I've known for a while, like posted this thing about, uh, Sinbad's genie movie, mm-hmm. Kazam. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I am Kazam. Yeah. I've never seen it. He's, he's like a DJ rapper. Oh, sorry. Genie. Sorry. Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, that's what Shazam, I, I was like. Yeah. Isn't it called Shazam? Sh- so here's the interesting thing. That movie doesn't exist. What? What? That movie doesn't exist. And oh. he was talking about it and he's like, well, I remember this movie perfectly. I remember the genie. Sinbad plays a genie. There's he, two young white kids. He makes it rain hamburgers. Yeah, they have. There's a pool party in it randomly and all this stuff. Anyway. The movie doesn't exist. There's a movie called Kazam with Shaq that came out in 1996. That's what what I'm thinking of. But everybody in the 90s, a bunch of like like millions of people remember this movie Shazam with Sinbad. And they remember Sinbad specifically being a genie. He was in this movie. Wait, really? And they remember a doll that he brought back and they remember the scene ending with a pool party and they remember so much about this movie that never actually happened and he claims and you know and it's hard to say because who knows like the internet's been scrubbed before you know Mm -hmm. it's a crazy world out there but he claims that he has seen this movie about 11 times he remembers all this stuff about the movie. He remembers things that happened in it. He remembers that it's a childhood icon, but you cannot find a VHS of it. You can't find it anywhere. People have made fake posters of it. Even uh, Funny or Die in 2007 created a fake video using Sinbad, who acted in it as a joke for April Fool's Day, where they showed a clip that looks like it's on VHS and clipping out, yeah. in which they brought up a bunch of other things. But this comes to the bigger point, that there's a thing called the Mandela Effect, Mm-hmm. where quite literally people like and and not just one person but like many people associate false memories with the thing and have vivid memories of it and they're not like faking they're not pretending like they create in their own mind these very vivid memories mm-hmm. of a false idea what? and people don't know where it started and the reason it's called the Mandela effect is because Nelson Mandela, a lot of people, like a lot of people thought that he died in prison in the 80s. Yeah, a he, lot of people. He that. became president of South Africa in the 90s. Yeah. And didn't die, but like for the longest time when he became president, people were like that can't be Nelson Mandela because he died in prison. Yeah. And so this this term was coined by uh actually a person who thought that Nelson Mandela had died and was positive of it. So, uh, paranormal researcher Fiona Broom uh, remembered him dying in the 80s, remembered it distinctly, and then suddenly in 2013, he's out, he's president. I have the 90s, but it was later. Mm-hmm. Um, and so- actually, even the X-Files <laughs> ended up doing a episode specifically about the Mandela effect, <laughs> which I have a clip for you, of course. Where Scully remembers Goop O A B C, not Jello One Two Three, as her childhood memory. So quickly, I'll give you, which then Mulder will explain to us in deeper, the Mandela effect. Here we are from the X Files. Let me let, let me let me get this straight. When when it cools, it forms into three different layers with three different textures, all from the same mix. How has this never been an X file? 
I have such wonderful memories associated with it. I remember my mom making it. I remember family vacations over the summer holidays and Fourth of July, fireworks, America, God, love. That's some jello. I mean, just the cherry flavor, the lemon lime tastes like leprechaun taint. But I, I have this for decades. But every time I look for Gupo ABC, everyone says, no, you must be thinking about jello one, two, three. It's the Mandela effect. What do you mean? When someone has a memory of something that's not shared by the majority or the factual record. For instance, there are some people that have a memory of seeing a movie called Shazam starring Sinbad as an irrepressible genie. Even after it's pointed out to them, they're probably thinking of a movie called Kazam starring Shaquille O'Neal as an irrepressible genie. Especially because a movie called Shazam was never made. But what if I don't remember either movie? You win! But Mulder, isn't your false Twilight Zone memory also a Mandela effect? No, because my false memory is real. <laughs> Again, how okay. is this I have a mystery guy whose fingerprints came up? Okay, go for it. Is this just racism? I mean, so some people have brought that up. Shazam and Kazam. And and that has two come up actors, quite a bit. Two bald black actors. But the funny thing is it doesn't it doesn't stop there. Um, there's a lot of stuff, especially in the 90s, which people started sending me, because I started to dig into this, right? Because mm-hmm. at first I was like, you guys are mixing up Shaquille O'Neal and Sinbad. Yeah. And that's sort of rude. But they don't look that much alike at all. No. I mean, Sinbad's much lighter skin. No, but white people mix up black people all the right. time, and they could not even look anything alike. So, so <laughs> check it out. This happened a ton in the 90s, and, and even something that, that later Funny or Die touched on mm-hmm. was that 90s specifically have a ton of these. Uh, Berenstein Bears, for instance. Do you remember the Berenstein yeah. Bears? No, you don't. They're the Berenstain Bears. They've always been the Berenstain Bears. It's spelled differently. People pulled the books off their shelves to be like, you're wrong. And no, it's not spelled how I, I always thought it was spelled too. B-E-R-E-N-S-T-I. E-I-N. I thought it changed over time from Berenstein to Berenstein. No, and I have an article from the son of the writers, because they've now passed on, to say, no, we've always been Berenstein. This has been going on. How the last part? S-T-A-I-N. Like stain on your couch. instead of. And that's how it's been pronounced, and that's how it's always said. Okay, but I have a request. I don't want you to explain this to me anymore. I just want Mulder to explain it Yeah, to I me. wish I had more from him, but they start to go into this weird parallel universe oh, thing yeah, next. Of course they did. So Mulder's theory. What episode is this? I want to watch it. Uh, it's from the newer seasons. Oh. It's uh, it's episode four called Forehead Sweat. Okay, good. Forehead Sweat. Got yeah, it. for all those, you want to look it up. But he starts to go into the idea that there's parallel universes where everyone is correct in their mm-hmm. own. You know, there so was that, a Berenstein Bears. There was a Berenstain Bears. That sense, though, about the Kazam Shazam mix because... Shaquille O'Neal actually like DJs and does stuff like that. And Kazam in the movie did that. He was like a DJ rapper genie. But these false memory things are like a thing. Like, honestly, I remembered, I remembered that like 10 episodes ago and Austin corrected me. I said, Jiffy was the peanut butter. And Austin said, no, it's Jiff. I'm like, well, they must've shortened it later. And no, they didn't. But I clearly remember it being Jiffy. And I remember there being a little catchy song about Jiffy peanut butter. But Jiffy never existed. It was Jiff. Mm-hmm. Curious George never had a tail. There's a zillion people who were like, no, Curious George. he didn't George. have a tail because he's a chimpanzee. Right. But there's like a million people that distinctly remember Curious George having a tail. Or, or Kit Kat having a dash in the middle on the candy bar. 
or the Monopoly guy having a monocle, which he never did. Or <laughs> Looney Tunes, like music versus Looney Tunes, like cartoons. That's another big one. Yeah. I mean, and, and these people like get it in their mind. And, and then now that the internet exists, this is like exploded because someone will post a thing about something they remember mm -hmm. and create this false idea, which then spreads and becomes like a cultural phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And in the nineties, because, and this is just my theory, but because we're the age that like grew into the internet first existing and having so much access to one another all of a sudden and aim and all these things we can talk to each other on these false ideas, like exploded but it's not just the 90s it's right now because of just it's still continuing yeah yeah it's right now not because not just because it's memories but because it's bad information being passed on social media and everybody taking it as truth it's the same thing to a degree yeah the only difference being that uh, the mandela effect specifically refers to a vivid memory you have that when like noted in your brain and looked at mm -hmm. you're not like believing a conspiracy theory or something as truth that you don't know about you're vividly remembering your own childhood moments as scully did remembering eating this jelly remember mom making this jelly remembering this jelly in parts of your life that you experienced already yeah, just yeah just no, like my friend on facebook like knowing that he had it and there's actually a guy that owned a video store it's like i had tons of copies of that movie i remember having tons of copies of that movie and now i'm going through my storage sheds and there's none there. So are you talking about what's relevant here is that it's a collective memory? What's become relevant, yes, is because that it's Because it's not, that's, and that's what the Mandela effect is. It's not an individual, it's the collective. The Mandela memory. effect can be individual, but yes, in yeah. the shared, a, a infactual record shared by a majority mm -hmm. is what has been interesting and became most famous because of the Shazam Kazam thing. Because some person on like the internet early on when Marvel started doing movies after Howard the Duck, you know, was like mm -hmm. they should have like the the comic book character Shazam work with the genie Sinbad Shazam on a thing. And everyone's like, Oh yeah, I love that. I remember that. And like, are you thinking of Kazam? And then it started this big fight. And then everybody like started sending in like full transcripts of what they thought was Shazam, which was different than Kazam. Did Marvel like, different scenes, different actors did Marvel make the new Shazam? Cause there's a movie Shazam now. Yeah. The new ones. I believe is it, it's Marvel. Is it Marvel? I'll look it up. But that is based on, an actual comic book character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is totally he's different. Not a genie. Totally different. Yeah, he's more. He's, like a, a, he's a god. He's like a lazy Superman. Yeah, he's like, he's like a godlike character mm -hmm. and a child at the same time. Yeah, it's great. Is it Marvel? We have a new segment called "Is It Marvel?" Where is they it just, Marvel? <laughs> we just look up things and see if they're Marvel or not. Well, there's another Shazam coming out in 2023. Good, the sequel. Yeah. Well, anyway, I thought that was, uh, yeah, super interesting. There's that, a I mean, that even racked my brain a little bit because, like, when you said Sinbad as a genie, I was like, I think I remember him being a genie. Yeah, and that's and then, the so. Like I was saying, and when I racked my brain more, I was like, no, it's definitely Shaq. Well, that's as I started to research this further, right, and like going through the different like as people are posting this all over the place. It's been a debate for a long time, but people started posting stuff from like military academies and things where they're like suggestively putting things into television and into audio that they're having like soldiers listen to that makes them create mm -hmm. fake memories, which is where the X file later goes, you mm -hmm. know, to be like, they're like 
inserting suggestions into your brain to make you believe things exist that aren't true in order to like sell a product to you or like get you to be pro or anti-war or like completely yeah but taken to such an extreme degree that it's just like eaten up by the mass Mm -hmm. as the truth like Mm -hmm. trump should be president yeah, yeah, I mean that's what I'm talking about. Which that's Simpsons warned it's us about? Same, it's the same thing. They've warned us about a lot of yeah. A lot of Simpsons things. warned us in like the early '90s that Trump was going to be president. And it was going to be bad. Oh god! The end of the world. Anyway, I got one more top story. If you're up for it, I'm up for it. Okay, two top stories. Two top stories tonight. Are you ready? Mm, how does Ooh. that work? Well, it's like an it's like our little news hour, real quick, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but how'd they both get to the top? Because I couldn't decide. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. I'm just laughing about us. So just laughing about us. <laughs> the other the other top story tonight is about natural flavors. Mm-hmm. So uh like candy corn. <laughs> just like candy corn. Like LaCroix. So what businesses started to realize is that artificial flavors were not popular. Not because they didn't taste good, and not because of any other reason than that word artificial. Mm-hmm. People don't like artificial things being put in their body. It's a no. natural response, right? So they decided to start using natural flavors and they just started writing natural flavors, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, some some journalist started to dive a little bit deeper into what those natural flavors are. How do they get the flavors they're trying to get and what exactly... Yeah. Is it? Isn't raspberry like beaver butthole secretion or something? Beaver anal secretions. Yeah. Is vanilla. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what? anyway. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What? You I mean, they actually, they use actual vanilla flavoring though. Yeah. But, but if it has certain parts per million of anal secretion. I brought up candy corn because one of the ingredients in candy corn apparently is some sort of insect secretion. Yeah, and, absolutely know. true. See, you're you're on it. Is it is it accidental though, or is it no? It, it's on purpose. It's so the only way they yeah. could get this similar taste, like artificially, we can make vanilla very easy in a lab, right? But to make vanilla for real, make something taste like vanilla using all natural ingredients, we assume like natural is like a a byproduct word for good, right? Mm-hmm. No, like natural beans, just means maybe? naturally found in nature. So guess what's found in nature? Anal glands on beavers. And guess what? If they can break down that anal gland juice and excrete it into something, they can make it taste like vanilla. Hold on. There's way too many of these products that taste like vanilla, though, and there's not enough beavers for them to be just... All they, they just need a tiny bit. I mean, maybe there are it's enough like concent- Yeah, it's a concentrate. Yeah, it basically is a concentrate. Like one drainage of an anal gland will do a batch of 100,000. <laughs> That's so gross. I, I drain my dog's anal glands. You do? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you more. It's disgusting. Of, do you want some... It some like diarrhea and Indian food. Uh, I'll lead fish. you. That's rude about Indian food. I love Indian food. I love Indian food. No, I'm just food saying like, it has that like, kind of curry smell to it. Oh, God. Bit. Okay. <laughs> but so people have known this for a long time, right? Because up till the end of the 19th century, beavers were nearly hunted to extinction specifically the beaver for. beaver wars, yeah. Specifically for that vanilla excretion. Oh, really? I thought it was their fur. Well, that was earlier. Yeah, okay. That was 1800s. But, so yeah, okay, for, you're right. for what? Like, because they were selling it to companies who wanted that? For the vanilla? 
they found out that they could extract this from the anal gland and create this taste that they were using in all sorts of foods, right? Not telling people it came from an anal gland of a beaver because they wouldn't want to eat it all of a sudden, right? So fortunately, a German chemist was the one responsible for finding that they could basically uh, vanillin is a chemical tastes like vanilla that can be extracted from the beaver. So Germans started this craze, which then went on to hunting beavers for this, what they could create to make vanilla ice cream, vanilla candy, vanilla, what have you. Right. That is so gross. I'm surprised you didn't know this. That is I heard so about it so many years ago. Nowadays, oh synthetic <laughs> vanillin, which is that extract they get from beavers, mm-hmm. synthetic vanillin, which doesn't come from beavers, is 94% of vanilla flavorings used in the food industry. But if you see natural flavors used for something vanilla, beaver anal. But, uh, Love it. but I mean, if it's synthetic, it's not... No, I'm saying 94% is now. So that would say... So it's artificial, artificial flavors, okay. yeah. but if it's a natural fa- flavor, it's, so it's beaver artificial. anal. Well, so <laughs> would that technically be organic? It could be. It is. Yeah. So organic vanilla probably uses. So another natural vanillin. ingredient that is used all of the time. That makes me rethink eating organic foods completely. So another natural ingredient that's used to create all sorts of different things and ice creams and other things is retch which is the mucous membrane of the fourth stomach of young calves, lambs, and goats. Uh, It's what separates milk to be curds or Mm -hmm. yogurts or other things in the manufacturing process, and it's key to that manufacturing process. So uh, it's a natural mold, basically. Like, what's that stuff you used to make cheese? Rennet? Yeah. Yeah, rennet. That's exactly what rennet is. Mm -hmm. It's retch. It's from retch. It's from ret. It is retch. It is gotcha. Yeah. Rennet is another word for retch. Gotcha. <sighs> yeah. Because I've made mozzarella before, and we had to buy rennet. So you mentioned the insects too. Mm-hmm. So they do, in fact, use uh, well basic foodstuffs not grown in sterile conditions, which is the majority of what we end up eating now. I'm still thinking about this beaver <laughs> right land thing. It's like okay, what about the bugs? So. Uh, so cornmeal, things like that, mm-hmm. that, that we get in, you know, mass amounts, mm-hmm. they get out to make cereals and things like that, almost always have up to five whole insects in them, 10 insect fragments, 10 rodent hairs, five rodent poop fragments, and, and all in all, basically in like a, in a box of cereal, you get like up to a half eaten apple of organic bits of insect poop rodent etc that's mixed in during the process because they can't sterilize the conditions in which huge amounts of food is processed like that i knew that like the parts per million can be low enough of like rat feces things like that that they no, get away it's with saying it. that it's more than that it's more than that yeah it's they're using it no they're not using it but it's getting in because they can't process it in a way well that that's why they allow they allow a certain no, but level, this is right? more than what they're allowing. It's oh. more than what they tell you they allow. Yeah. Gotcha. Because what yeah, they've yeah. shown is that it's not it's not a level that is toxic to your health, so they're not required to tell you it. Yeah, because I've heard things about like cereals and stuff. Yeah, Grain silos they, and yeah. stuff yep. uh-huh. are littered with mm-hmm. like feces and yeah. that type of stuff. It's disgusting. Yep. Well, mm. I mean. Uh, one, I don't know if it's true or not. One I heard about a while ago, too, being in foods is uh, opiates or opium. 
Mm. Uh, yeah, actually, traces of opium are in most poppy seed things from bagels, etc. They yeah. use actual opium yeah. to do it because they can get a better flavor out of it than nice. than straight up other things. So that's why they tell you during drug tests and yeah. stuff, like, don't eat a poppy that's seed bagel because there's actually a chance that you'll show up on a drug test as an opium user mm-hmm. because of the trace amounts of opium in each seed. That's crazy. Wow. Ugh, but you know what? Like, okay, the animal products are grosser to me than the bugs. For right. Sure. Because like people eat bugs. It's oh, in cult- Thailand, it's, it's like a huge thing. Yeah, yeah, a lot of us Southeast Asia like, eats bugs. Bugs are you know protein, fiber, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the animal stuff that freaks me out. Yeah, the poo poo pee pee. Yeah, that's the grosser <laughs> stuff. I mean, anal gland vanilla though. <laughs> Could you imagine you're like in a third world country, like oh you want vanilla ice cream? Hold on, Let's squeeze a beaver's ass and well, what about in, no? Maybe in a third world country they would use actual vanilla bean. I would hope so. Yeah, I would hope so if it can grow there. Yeah, see, mate, why aren't they using actual vanilla bean? Is it hard to grow vanilla? Expensive. It it's probably more expensive. I, yeah, I believe really it is hard to grow. It only grows in certain yeah. areas, and it doesn't actually produce a lot. Yeah. yeah. So for the amount of vanilla that we have on Earth, it's easier to squeeze a beaver's anus. Well, I mean, I know like it. anal gland, gland secretion—that's some potent shit. Or as we said too, like the Germans were squeeze, squeezing beaver glands at first, and now ninety-four percent. So mm-hmm. only six percent of vanilla you get, natural vanilla, is either vanilla from the plant mm-hmm. or or a beaver gland. Mm-hmm. And I guess you'll just look for vanilla with a little B above it <laughs> at the end. <laughs> B A. Oh. Beaver anal? <laughs> yeah. No, but do they... Is there a way to know? I don't think they have to disclose it legally. Yeah. That's crazy. So, that means... Almost everyone at this table has definitely, at one point or oh, another, tasted sure beaver anal gland. I did just, you know, last weekend for yeah, fun. definitely. Over in Canada. Oh, without yes. it. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, no, but I'm saying this means that you haven't been fully vegetarian. That's true. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a, I mean, I know this in dogs, at least like the anal, everyone thinks dogs, like they're marking their territory by peeing. No, they're marking with the rubbing their butts. No, the anal gland secretion. Yeah, rubbing their butts on the carpet and stuff. Well, that's when they have an itch. Or oh. their anal and, and the other dogs come by, or worms, yeah. But when the other dogs come by and they're like, mm, vanilla. No, oh. yeah, I mean, that might be why they sniff each other's butts. They're like, oh, I smelled you before. You were over huh. there on 4th and 16th. You know? Yeah. <laughs> You're the Sherbert guy. <laughs> I mean, it is, I mean, oh, trust God. me, it's a strong smell. Yeah, I mean, Natalie comes home smelling like and it sometimes. And if a beaver, if a beaver smells like vanilla and it's coming out of there, it must be strong. Yeah. Well, that's why they need such an itsy bitsy bitsy amount. Yeah. We think. We think. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was some pretty interesting top you know what news. I wanted, there's some other butt news I have. Yeah, you got oh, some yeah? butt news well, for I us? I don't have the facts here, but like, gosh, so many people are dying from Brazilian butt lifts. Brazilian a, butt lift? Oh, like the, the black market butt lifts? No, it's the most popular surgery. Oh, like black market, of course, mm-hmm. that's happening too. But it's the most popular surgery on earth right now. Is it an injection? I'm or not is sure. it like a cut? And... I think they might take fat from other parts of your body. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly the mechanics of it. but yeah. like Because I've heard of like people going lots to get of people cheap, are, cheap are ones. Like, like, I'm a surgeon. Yeah. So here we go from The Guardian. I've got it. 
uh, a Brazilian butt lift, which is the fastest growing cosmetic surgery in the world and has a mounting number of deaths mm-hmm. resulting in the procedure. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we got, butt surgery. Yeah. Uh, it's so. The, it's like the fucking Kardashians and other people. But I mean, if it's. I mean, I guess, it, I mean, people get boob jobs. Like, how can it be that different? People get know? less boob jobs now. They're getting Brazilian butt lifts instead because butts are popular and boobs are not. Why are boobs not popular? I know you're a boob guy, but, like, <laughs> boobs are just not as popular as butts. I, I can appreciate them in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. So Jennifer Lopez, Nicki Minaj, I, yeah. the Kardashians. Yeah. So there's no way Everybody. those things are real. Yeah. <laughs> It's the most popular thing, and they're they're influencing people, and they have like, you know, endless amounts of money, mm-hmm. and they're being protected, and they're in safe conditions, so, and then poor people are getting these surgeries and fucking dying, and they don't have any resources to be healthy. Yeah, in two thousand seventeen, Mofid published a paper in Aesthetic Surgery Journal, which revealed that three percent. Of the 692 surgeons they had surveyed had experienced the death of a patient after performing surgery. Overall, 3,000 Brazilian butt lift surgeries resulted in death in their survey alone. 3,000. In the past three years, three British women died as a result of complications from what they're calling BBLs. Yeah, BBL. Uh, UK... Uh, Turkey is the most popular destination for Brazilian butt lifts, oddly enough, because their uh, UK patients are seeking cheaper aesthetic surgeries outside of the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? And it's like these ultra-wealthy people are promoting this look. 15 women died recently in South Florida alone from BBLs. Mm-hmm. Why are they dying, though? What is it about this it's, surgery? I mean, it's got to just be like a not clean room style surgery that's happening i would guess it's getting infections or, and things yeah, like that infection or they're putting or, in things that are cheaper that mm-hmm. are the bodies reject yeah but it's just it's tragic you know and it talks a lot about diet culture and how that infects everybody everybody's mentality whether you know it or not it's affecting everybody and everybody just has to look a certain specific way i mean luckily uh like there's a lot of trending videos of just doing deep squats with weights to get a better butt. Yeah, but no, define better. Because, like, can't people accept themselves for they, how they, yeah, they are? Some like, people, I have a small butt. I will some always people have just a small want their butt. butt to go outward more, no, I ma- guess. no, no matter. And they want their butt to go outward because of diet culture, because of people like the Kardashians. Yeah, oh, totally. That's the look. Totally. Or, you know? or, I mean, some of them just do it because they want to be strong. Because remember in the early strong. 90s when a small butt was really popular? I was like one. In okay, the early in the, 90s, so not really. I mean, the early I guess 90s, for me, because my butt was from back this big. Then, if you watch movies from back then, or a really good example right now, remember the show "The Girls Next Door" about the Playboy Mansion girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yep. all had really small butts, and they were Playboy bunnies. And they all had really small butts and, and big, big boobs, big, and that was boobs, and yeah. that was the look, mm-hmm. and that was yeah, early two thousands, and it just like it just changed, and diet culture changed it, what's popular changed it, and it's this flip flop, and people are like, oh well, there's more plus size models, etc., and different bodies are being more accepted, but really the standard is a certain you know like a B cut breast and then a tiny fucking waist even if you're a big girl and a huge butt oh yeah i mean you see it i mean I, it's everywhere too that stupid fucking 
TikTok trend, the like small waist, pretty face with a big bank, yeah. and they turn around while they jump and their butt jiggles. Yeah, like, exactly. like, why, like, and I mean, why are there so on, many of these? That's like, been what? going on everywhere, and it's because sex sells, and it's because yeah, it's objectifying women's bodies sells, and objectifying women's bodies is the norm. And we're killing them. We're literally killing women because they want to look a certain way to for the male gaze. Well, it's funny, too, because as this article goes on, they start to talk about that originally cosmetic surgery in Brazil and other areas was based off a history of eugenics trying to root out and cure the ugliness of what they considered the black and rainforest-dwelling races. And now they're saying that this is the opposite effect that they're seeing unequivocally is... This is now the imitation of perceived features of blackness rather than whiteness. Mm -hmm. And that the Brazilian butt lift is the trend towards this new thing, the bigger butt, the, Mm -hmm. the, that curvature is now in and how it is like basically the same eugenics backwards in history all over again. So what, so what's next? Just women dying. That's what's next. (laughs) Women dying everywhere. Just, you know, women are dying because the most deadly... Both are going to come back to me, boobs and butts. and then The most be deadly mental illness is anorexia. Yeah, I can see that. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, you know, you have to be ultra thin and have a big butt now. It's fucking awful. Yeah, I mean, how do you do that? You starve naturally. yourself and get a Brazilian butt lift. Yeah. I want to say naturally. I don't think naturally a way. you don't do it. Yeah, you know, some people are genetically inclined to look a certain way, but most people aren't. Like you know, you and I look like hobbits. You, <laughs> well, and honestly, as as you know, as celebrities now, <laughs> we we have we have a responsibility to stand up against things like BBLs mm-hmm. and let people know that their bodies are beautiful the way they are. And the trend that should be heading yeah. forward is, yeah. is diversity in, in well, and look at, look in at look like and the, body. Whole, the whole dad bod trend coming in, but dad bods are popular. There's no popularity for mom. Bod. That's the problem. That's what I'm that's saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. for men, the dad bod thing is like, Oh, dad, bod, like guys are the way they are. And that's great. Yeah. Exactly. But for women, it's like, no, nah, you have to be tiny with a giant ass. Yeah. Tiny with a giant ass, you know? So I guess step one for us is to bring back mom jeans. Mom jeans are back. Mom jeans have been back, high waisted. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Hmm. Big time back. Yeah. So around the belly button. The difference with mom jeans when they first started and what they are now is they tightened back around then, the butts. No, moms back then didn't have any butts to fill out the mom jeans, so it just looked like flat butts, you know. Because that's what it that's what was accepted like back in the nineties. Still accepted in a lot of well, it, up until now, I guess. Because yeah, nope, I'm no. wrong. Because in Europe for a while, like the baggy clothes thing was super. Like when I traveled to Europe in the early two thousands, like women, a lot of women wore like baggy overalls, baggy jeans. Like they, it was like a more accepted look out there to have like a cute blouse top. And then the bottoms were like painters' pants. But that like doesn't reflect what pants. the actual shape of their ass is. No, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's they like it wasn't like a thing. It wasn't yeah. a thing that was even like looked at. But I guess potentially that was the shift from boobs to butts again because mm-hmm. that was that same era that Playboy. You know, yeah. you have the cute blouse top. 
as as men, we're just so far behind this trend because it doesn't directly affect us, which is a terrible thing to say. But in all honesty, it's like it does directly affect you because the women around you are dying or sick or eating disordered or no, I I, I agree. Or but just what I, depressed or depressed? Yeah. yeah. What what I mean is like at, I guess there's a sense of helplessness in being a man in this. But you guys are the ones calling the shots. You guys are the ones saying what's popular, what's sexy. It's the patriarchy. It's the patriarchy, but see, we we don't necessarily have a voice in that. The voice is coming from a very specific place. Men. Well, I mean, men within that hierarchy. So, you know... It's like if you ask Tyler and I, we don't have that same opinion. No, what you're not helpless about is, like, remember the body positive episode that Austin was going on a wonderful Yeah, this is what I was saying before, like, as a celebrity... We have a responsibility. <laughs> we have a responsibility to speak forward about that. But I think what we need and wh- why you even join this podcast after 10 episodes of us mm-hmm. bumbling through the motions is that we are woefully inept at knowing how to actively help the right way. Okay. You know, because it's such, it's, it's such a minefield for a man not being able to like, so we have to start a trend. Yeah. Hashtag Not, like mom we can we can be eyes emoji. Yeah. We can be body positive <laughs> and act that way, yeah. but like the further steps than that gets harder and harder for us but because it's all these micro actions, you know? It's complimenting your female friends complimenting your male friends you're beautiful by the way and you do not yeah, you look, look like look the little today. lad guy yeah. <laughs> thank you <laughs> he took your haircut not the other way around <laughs> he's wearing a woman's haircut on a man and honestly uh, it's a gender neutral it doesn't really haircut. work for him but it works for some men really well yeah it's a gender neutral haircut it is but yeah. um but thank you for those who don't but, know bangs with longer you know it's just like you know not shunning people for their body size and you know we had that episode where austin was talking about that and it was wonderful and hopefully it it influenced yeah, people it and you know like it's like 75 people or something <laughs> <laughs> hey hey 450 followers on that episode not on that episode oh, no. okay. you influenced about yeah i think yeah, 80, 80 86 people <laughs> yeah so it's just like micro actions and being an awareness and spreading awareness and if you got if like your guy friends are shit talking a girl for her body or like saying she's not cute or something like that call them call them out mm-hmm. it might be weird for a minute but fuck that guy they suck anyway no like, it's better to and be they're weird. probably just insecure and projecting so like see if they're doing okay so call them out and then do an aside with <laughs> be them mean and then be nice and, and then make sure that they're good yeah yeah and figure out what sort of trauma in their life is causing them to lash out at people who yeah. otherwise don't deserve it. and then they'll break down crying like i don't know i just finished really soon <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i heard about this horse oh the horse you got to bring a full circle right yeah. it's yeah, not a good yeah, way to yeah, end yeah, a joke yeah. though yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah good good on good on yeah so just yeah. Well, stuff. shit, guys. So, you want you so want your moment of Jeff? Moving you, moving yeah. forward. Yeah. Let's hashtag mom bod heart 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 fake, eyes. Heart yeah. Eyes let's let's trend. let's familiarize people with hashtag so mom bod. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna push that when this episode comes and, out, and, and that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be the on. title. That's the title of the episode. It's this week's episode is hashtag mom bod. Hashtag we mom are bod. going to get people with the, with the heart eyes emoji. Though it's really mm-hmm. important. I don't know how to do that so on my thing. It shows us that we're well. If you do it on Instagram, it's it allows you. I'll I'll title the episode hashtag mom bod dash heart eyes emoji. No, you could just say like we love mom bod. 
or something. Okay, something mom-bod. Yeah, I don't think the audience... Something mom-bod positive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they need to know why we got here. Just call it body positive. Hashtag mom bod. We already did body positive, so this time it's going to be specific to mom okay. bod. Anyway, let's have a moment of Jeff. All right. You guys ready for a moment of Jeff? Yeah. yeah. Just to lead you into this moment of Jeff, because this one, uh, last week as the starter, I gave you an easy palpable one with him, you know, the the Jeff song. Mm-hmm. This week, we're diving straight into the middle of an interview. Okay. Okay. So just to get you caught up, uh, Jeff's uh, beautiful wife and mother of his two children uh, speaks French fluently and often speaks French to his children. Jeff doesn't. Mm-hmm. So we're going to jump into a Jimmy Kimmel interview with Jeff Goldblum specifically about this topic. Are you ready? Okay, ready. Here we go. Your moment of Jeff. So, she speaks French to the kids. Your wife speaks French to the kids. Yeah. Do you speak French? No, I don't. <laughs> So sometimes I can feel a little sensitive and a little left out. So, <laughs> so I say, please, you know, uh, uh, translate when you're around. Yeah, those are the three of them sit there and speak French. Well, they not... don't. Well, the one doesn't well, speak one, at all. You know, yeah. da, da, da. But yeah, she, yes, yes, the one is learning a little bit, and she just speaks, and I go, well, I gotta be, you know, grown up about this. I'm not. But there may come a time mm-hmm. when. They're talking to each other in French. I, I better learn French. Yeah, you should learn French. I should yeah. have learned it already, but or I else, should learn Yeah, French. they're going to bamboozle you. They'll bamboozle you me. French. I have one song. All I know is one song. I should have learned it by now, but I have one song, but it's a dirty song. <laughs> oh, in French? Uh, oh, I right. probably can't say it. Je pense à Fernanda, je bande, je bande. Je pense à Felicie, je bande aussi. Je pense à Léonard, Mande, je bande encore. Que je pense à Lulu, le jeune, le bande bleu. Le bande des autres, ça ne se commande pas. Here's what it means. It means when I think of this one girl, I get an erection. <laughs> when I think of this other girl, I get an erection. When I think of the third girl, I get an erection. But when I think of Lulu, no erection. <laughs> The last line, the point of the story being, you can't command yourself to get an erection. Oh, well, that's a great Poor lesson. Lulu. Teach that one with the kid. It's a great lesson. <laughs> Depends. Like Lulu, Lulu, Lulu doesn't Lulu might have been a dog or something, yeah. <laughs> so. You meant a literal dog, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not like that. Yeah. Not after the hashtag. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't backstep yeah. this. We had a good one. Yeah. I didn't pick the moment of Jeff because of everything we talked about. I had it lined up early. But it, it does uh, sort of relate slightly. But no. Also, you don't have to be sexually attracted to every single female or not. And every single female doesn't have to be feel like they have to be sexually attractive for other males. That is like totally ridiculous. Yeah. On, Sometimes on it's more about feeling comfortable than feeling. It's attractive. all about mm-hmm. feeling comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor Lulu. Poor Lulu <laughs> Still, right? Lulu the dog. Jeff's probably one of the only people I want to find me attractive. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie and we all know it. Who knows? You might have been the next line in the song. Yeah, that's true. I don't speak yeah. French, so I'll yeah. never know. <laughs> Well, guys, I I think this was informative, productive, yeah. educational, mm-hmm. sweet, yeah, funny, Kinda heartfelt, sad, sad at times. a little sad at little times. Sad. I mean, we we hit like a, a dramedy, like on the nose. I mean, today. we have the, we have the atmosphere. Today. We did the whole I thing know. in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even realize like you, when you guys came in, the power was out. When you guys came in, the sun was out, and I didn't think twice about it. We've done this whole episode in almost pitch black surroundings with just the the light of our little uh, podcast board yeah. lighting up. I'm like having trouble seeing Janine. Yeah. <laughs> you like it that way. <laughs> just just the, just the voice in the darkness. Yeah. 
It's a body positivity episode, so yeah. we're, we're doing it in the dark. We can't see. Yeah. Everybody looks better in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, guys, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's, let's bid him a do. Let's, hey, a do. This has been featuring Jeff Goldblum. It's been featuring me, Mr. Tyler Armstrong. And featuring me, Mr. Austin Armstrong. And featuring me, Uncle Janine Armstrong. <laughs> Uncle Je- I like that new title for you. <laughs> I really like that. It, it's been uh, nice having you guys. Um, hashtag mom bods. Uh, I think today, of this coming episode that, that you guys will, will receive on Wednesday, I think this will be the first episode that I don't post a Jeff picture. I'm going to try to find some body positivity mom picture to post just Perfect. to really drive drive it home. If I figure out a way to Photoshop Jeff's head on it, <laughs> Perfect. so how about, be it. How about a picture of Jeff with a body positivity mom? Great. I can yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. I think keep on brand. Around. Yeah, I don't like keep it. Keep on yeah. brand. Yeah. Perfect. I'll start working the elementary school kids. Well, I mean, our sister. <laughs> yeah. We'll get her on next episode so we can really like, pitch the idea yeah. to her yeah. and get I that think it'd be good. deep. Love it. Yeah. We can... Caller or something. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys. Love you. Sleep well. Love you. Uh, any of you out there, listeners, uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected is out, by the way. Yeah, Austin can, and I will be playing. You can find with us. You can find me at Tiberius Titan. You can find Austin at Colzer89. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be getting through the cold plains and uh, trying to find Bale by the end of it in Act 2 uh, by will. next week. So if you want to join us, that's where to find us. Your character has to be named after a Jeff Goldblum character, though. Yeah, you're going to have to be like The Fly 86 or, you know. Ian Malcolm 93. Yeah. Or Earth Girls are easy and you play the Amazon. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night.